Hey, Light Anglers. Today is January 24th. It's Monday. My name is Jack, and welcome to your daily episode of The Light Angle. This is your first time here. Welcome. I'll be spending the next five to 15 minutes talking about some stuff going on in the world and incorporating scripture into it. Before we get into today's topic, just a quick reminder, please be sure to leave a five-star review, rate, like, subscribe, and whatever else you can do for us on the platform you're using to listen to the show. Here in the light angle, we try not to focus on the left or right angles, but rather try to find the light angle. We want to spread the good news of the King of Kings, Jesus Christ, and use that knowledge to better deal with the negativity we find ourselves living in day to day. Your five-star review and sharing of the show with others helps us to better spread the light angle and the word of God. All right, so let me get into it. First, I just want to mention my wife suggested I bring up this topic of loose monkeys in Pennsylvania. Uh, well, <laughs> I was a little worried that, you know, if I brought this up, we'd have a bunch of Christians, you know, trying to catch monkeys in Pennsylvania. Uh, so we're not going to dive too deep into this, but short, long story short, a bunch of monkeys, uh, were on a truck in Pennsylvania. They got loose, but they're all captured. Now they're going to be going to be used for testing. So that's awesome. Right. Let's move on to something else. All right. The topic I am going to talk about is from uh, the Deseret.com, Deseret News, and is called uh, title is The Untold Stories of American Religious Life. A little interesting. Probably not as interesting as you might think the title is, but uh, let me get into it. So in recent decades, the biggest story in American religious life has been about decline. Congregations are shrinking. Churches are closing. Religious nuns are on the rise. That's N-O-N-E-S, by the way. Uh, what gets lost amid all the panel discussions, think pieces and survey reports on these trends, is the fact that faith groups are far from dead. A sociologist, Mark Chavez, puts it, even though decline is happening, religion remains, by world standards, very bright, vibrant in the U.S. Uh, just a side note, is a sociologist somebody you want doing a survey on religious groups? All right. Decline is an important story, and we should keep telling it. But we should also be telling stories about what's happening among people who are still in the church, he said. In a new report featuring findings from the National Congregation Study, Chavez takes his own advice. He and his co-authors closely examine what's going on within American churches and highlight a number of surprising and little-discussed trends. You can use these data to tell a story that's something different than the usual decline story, said Chavez, who directs the National Congregation Study and is also a professor of sociology and religious studies at Duke University. The ongoing study is a nationally representative survey of congregations that was first conducted in 1998. Among the trends highlighted in the report is the growing racial and ethnic diversity within churches across the U.S., when the survey was first fielded, fully 71% of American congregations were predominantly white and non-Hispanic. Over the next two decades, that figure fell nearly 20%, point, 20 percentage points to 53%. Even though churches do remain highly segregated places in general, they are less so than they used to be, Chavez said. Similarly, although the U.S. religious landscape continues to be dominated by Christian churches, it's gradually becoming more diverse. Taken together, there are now about as many synagogues, mosques, and Buddhist or Hindu temples in the U.S., 9% of all congregations, as there are Catholic parishes, 6% of all congregations. Uh, and just another side note, just curious, they only group them as Catholics and non-Catholic groups such as Hindus and Buddhists. 
So that's interesting. Nothing about Protestant. Con- Prot- <laughs> I'm fumbling my words. Protestant congregations. Anyway, here are some of the other findings highlighted by Chavez and his co-authors. The first one is members of smaller congregations donate more money to their house of worship than members of larger, larger congregations. Second is worship services today are more likely to be informal and feature expressive activities like hand raising than they were in the past. Hand raising is an expressive activity. All right. Uh, women increasingly hold leadership roles in their churches. The latest wave of the survey conducted 2018 to 2019 found that 14% of U.S. congregations are led by women. Nearly nine in 10 houses of worship now allow women to serve on their governing boards. The fourth one, members of politically liberal congregations are much more likely than members of politically conservative congregations to say their church would publicly endorse political candidates of legal prohibitions on the practice disappeared. In general, liberal churches are more often politically active than conservative churches. Hmm, That's interesting. Uh, I have an opinion on that later. More than half of U.S. congregations, 54%, allow openly gay and lesbian people to become church members. That figure has increased substantially in recent years. Chavez hopes these data points and others shared in the report which is written for a general audience instead of a scholarly one, help people better understand how their congregations worship practices, community programs and policies compared to the rest of the countries. All right. So personally, this is just for entertainment purposes. Eh, not much great information here, but something that really, you know, kind of caught my attention. So I'm currently reading a book on uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer. And if you don't know who that is, look him up. He's a, amazing Christian, well, he was an amazing Christian leader, uh, specifically during World War II. And uh, this note uh, about members of politically liberal congregations wanting to publicly endorse political candidates, that's scary. So if you don't know, in Germany, uh, during World War II, once Hitler uh, was, you know, quote unquote, elected into office as the Fuhrer, Uh, The Christian church, specifically the Lutheran church, uh, split with the vast majority becoming the German church, uh, which ultimately will completely change the Bible as we know it, got rid of the Old Testament, anything about Jews, and also uh, removed the cross, the crucifix from the New Testament, completely changed who Jesus was, and removed the majority of Paul's letters in the New Testament. So they completely changed Christianity to what... wasn't Christianity anymore. Um, all because of one political leader they wanted to bring into it, uh, get incorporated with as far as the German state. Uh, so that's a little scary, uh, you know. So just keep that in the back of your hat. Um, but I think, and more importantly, articles like this, I think, are written more so to create diversity in aren't worth much more than just a passing conversation. So you're probably saying, Jack, why'd you bring it up? Because I think it's important we bring this to light and we, you know, actually talk about it. So there are a few things, more things I want to point out, but first let me uh, bring in some scripture. So Matthew 28 verses 16 through 20 tell us, then the 11 disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. 
Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So there's very, 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 very uh, important one thing included in these few verses. And that one thing is that all authority in heaven and on earth was given and is given and will always be given to Jesus Christ. All right. That is the huge takeaway. If, if you get nothing else from the New Testament, know that Jesus Christ has all authority in heaven and on earth. All right. Stop right there. That's all you need to know. Well, that's not all you need to know, but that's number one. Know that Jesus has all authority in heaven and on earth. All right. It's important. Think about everything we just read in that news topic. All the stuff about diversity, bringing in political stuff, women teaching, you know, worship services today are, you know, more people are putting their hands up in the air. None of that is important. What is important? What should we, you know, we be taking away from this also is that he gave us the one who has all authority in heaven on earth, told us to go and make disciples of all nations. He didn't mention make them diverse. He didn't mention, you know, make sure when you're worshiping me, you put your hands up in the air. He didn't mention anything about politics. None of that stuff. All right. All that stuff is conversation. If we can't focus on Jesus Christ having all authority in heaven and earth and him telling us to go and make disciples of all nations, if we can't put that first, if we can't focus on it, then anything more than just a 10 second conversation, or excuse me, in this case, 10 minute conversation about this silly stuff someone's, you know, putting out there, then we're kind of wasting our time, aren't we? I mean, we're not focusing on what the one individual who has all authority in heaven and earth told us to do. Hmm. Think about that as you start out your Monday. All right, y'all pray with me. Father God, thank you for this new week and new opportunities to take the message we heard yesterday in church and live it out today. I pray you will guide us this week to follow the path you put before us. Help us continue in your word as we go throughout this week so we can grow in, your relation, in our relationship with you. And if it is your will, introduce others to your son and the grace you freely give us each and every day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, Light Anglers, that is it for today's episode of The Light Angle. But remember, we each have a purpose that's much greater than making a few extra dollars, feeding a temptation, are getting the last word in on a social media post. It all starts with two simple things, loving our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. Hope always starts with a little light and darkness. 